Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Supreme Court protects the Second Amendment. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, in another great decision from the United States Supreme Court, the court ruled 6-3 to three that a long-standing New York concealed carry law violated the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. It's the case of New York State Rifle and Pistol Association against Bruin, which the high court ultimately heard arguments on and cited with the Second Amendment in this incredible case, this decision will affect a number of states, including California, Hawaii, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts, and the District of Columbia, including obviously um, the case before the court in this situation. Yeah, this all started in New York, where two plaintiffs filed a lawsuit challenging New York's law after the Empire State rejected their concealed carry applications for insufficiently demonstrating a special need for a permit despite having past required background checks for gun licenses for hunting and target practice. Yeah, and in so New the York state was one of these that, states you know? that I mentioned earlier that requires a showing of proper cause. So in other words, instead of a shell issue, the concealed carry permit, once you have met the various criteria, which would include, for example, a background check, they have a may issue. They may issue it. In other words, it's not shell issue, it may issue it. And they may issue it if they think you have shown proper cause for being able to or having the need to carry a concealed weapon permit. Uh, Self-defense. <laughs> yeah, and, well, but that's, you know, you have to really show some, some not something not generic, but some specific proper cause. Why do you really need it? In other words, you need to justify the need to carry a concealed weapon outside of your home. Uh, Justice Thomas wrote this incredible decision, and he said that the Second and Fourteenth Amendments protect an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home. The New York proper cause requirement violates the Constitution because it only allows public carry licenses when an applicant shows a special need for self-defense. It says the government will have to show that a gun regulation is consistent with this nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. The test accords with how we protect other constitutional rights. That's Justice Thomas. I love him more every day. Well, listen <laughs> yeah. to what he said. He's it has so to smart. accord with consistency of the nation's historical tradition of firearms regulation. Right, so the state just can't come along and make up its own rules. So it's a historical approach, right. which is what we've been arguing for on the other constitutional provisions rather than this judicial activism, mm -hmm. whether it's on the Establishment Clause. Just look at it. What was it intended to do? What was the free exercise intended to do? Don't come up with this later judicial-created nonsense rules Let's look at it from a historical standpoint. So the Supreme Court has recently gone back to a historical approach now, thank God for this, mm -hmm. on the Establishment Clause. And they're coming up with stronger protections on free speech and free exercise clauses. And now here is another on the Second Amendment. So when you look at these decisions outside of Roe versus Wade, 
you have strong recognition and reaffirmation and historicism and original intent with First Amendment, free exercise clause, free speech clause, establishment clause, and Second Amendment. And then, of course, the Roe v. Wade decision was incredible. It didn't deal with First Amendment, but it dealt with other constitutional principles or, frankly, the lack of constitutional principles. So Justice Thomas wrote regarding this particular situation, we therefore can assume it settled that that it is settled that uh, these locations were sensitive places where arms carrying could be prohibited consistent with the second amendment in other words historically there were certain sensitive places where you wouldn't carry arms and historically that had been regulated like in a post office well, uh, that's not place? necessarily. That's no? just a federal building. I'm talking, uh, if you go back to the history of the country, uh, or you talk about certain specific places where you wouldn't carry them, perhaps in a, a prison, for example, okay. different sensitive places. That makes sense. And courts, it says, can use analogies to those historical regulations of sensitive places to determine that modern regulations prohibiting the carry of firearms in new and analogous sensitive places are constitutionally permissible. On the other hand, Justice Thomas added, expanding the category of sensitive places simply to all places of public congregation that are not isolated from law enforcement defines the category of sensitive places far too broadly. So it's really in the context of certain law enforcement sensitive places. So it's a very narrow area where you would restrict the carrying of firearms to certain sensitive places historically. But once you start broadening that out beyond those so-called sensitive places, you have drawn the circle too broadly. And that's what New York did. New York says, like D.C., for example, D.C. has some very strict gun regulations with regards to being able to carry uh, in the district. You can't carry in the district, and so you can't take it out of your home. And even in your home, you have to have different parts of the weapon separated from other parts of the weapon. So it really is impractical to go putting the different pieces together if somebody was intruding into your home. There's other places around the country that have other kinds of really bad decisions like this and laws on the books like this, and they're always attempting to restrict these rights of individuals to exercise their Second Amendment right to bear arms. In fact, you even have a bill that was signed by Congress. There were 13 or 14 Republican senators that caved on this, uh, including Mitch McConnell and John Cornyn and others, where they sided with the Democrats, where they all were in lockstep with one another, to pass a gun regulation bill. We opposed the gun regulation bill. The good news is that many of the bad provisions were not added. They were removed because that did kill the coalition. But they did add some other provisions, and they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe billions of dollars, on encouraging red flag laws. And these red flag laws often violate due process of law, where somebody can just 
report you and you can get your weapon removed without proper notice, without proper defense, and you're essentially proven guilty or considered guilty until you prove yourself innocent. It really violates some constitutional provisions. Well, what Thomas said is if you look at the First Amendment and all these other amendments, for example, you don't have to show a special need. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to show a special need to speak, a special need to exercise your faith. But why is the Second Amendment different? He says it's not different. Mm -hmm. There's no other amendment where you have to show this special need, where it's restricted outside of your home. And there's no difference between the Second Amendment in that respect and the other amendments. You know, bottom line, Matt, I mean, the founders wrote the Constitution based on the historical importance of the right to bear arms. There's even a biblical foundation to that. If you go back to Exodus, God tells his people to arm yourself, to protect yourself and your family and your property. Well, you certainly have the right to self-defense. There's no question that, about that. The 63-page opinion from Justice Thomas said this in part, the constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense is not a second-class right, subject to an entirely different body of rules than the other Bill of Rights guarantees. We know of no other constitutional right that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government officers some special need. That is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him. And it is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. You know, this New York law was just another attempt at a power grab to control people. Yeah, it is. And so um, there is going to be continual assaults on all of these different amendments. Certainly the Second Amendment has been under assault. And uh, this court... Uh, over the several decisions, including the District of Columbia versus Heller, that decision. Uh, that decision also by Thomas is a series of great decisions on the Second Amendment, upholding the constitutional principle of the right to bear arms. Great decisions coming out of the Supreme Court, five major decisions. This one here, the abortion decision, overturning abortion in Dobbs. Then there's three other cases, R.K. Shirtliff, and then the case out of Maine with vouchers, and then the Coach Kennedy case on the free exercise of religion, free speech, and Establishment Clause. Huge victories. This is the most amazing, influential, groundbreaking term in our lifetime. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, lc.org.